Welcome to What's Cooking Palm Beach with Chef David Pantone, Dean of the Lincoln Culinary Institute in West Palm Beach, also known as the Food Dude. Chef Pantone has been serving up amazing meals and desserts at some of the finest hotels and restaurants in New York City, Miami, and Palm Beach for most of his life. Now let's head into the kitchen with What's Cooking Palm Beach, sponsored by Lincoln Culinary Institute, a division of Lincoln College of Technology. Welcome to What's Cooking Palm Beach. It is the uh, premier radio show about all things food. I'm Joel Malkin, and I am here as usual at this time on uh, WJNO with Chef Pantone, the dean at Lincoln Culinary Institute in West Palm. Uh, Chef, you're not the uh, only person in the studio with me today. Uh, not today. We've got a full studio. We've got we a couldn't full house. get the listeners to the green market, so we're going to get the green market the green to market the listeners to you. or That's to right. the farm. Down That's on right. the farm today. Um, and we're going we're gonna to introduce the folks... Uh, the, the folks and then some that are that are with us in a second. I and I and I, I'm kind of building suspense and then some. What's he talking about? But first, give us an overview of this show because uh, you know we're still fairly new. We're in our second month. This is just all about food, and when I say that, that just means it's amazing. Because for me, food is just crazy amazing. And uh, we do a little cooking. We give recipes, cooking tips, healthy eating. We talk about a superfood every week. We talk about food events in the area, food trivia. Uh, tips and techniques with food. Mostly it's education. My goal is if I can teach you one little thing, inspire you about one type of food each week, man, you're on the road to greatness. That's right. Okay. Um, well, I just got a little spooked, and I'm going <laughs> to I'm going to explain why. There is a rooster sitting to my left in the studio. Uh, and and that's this not is, just my pet name. <laughs> this is when you wish you had a face for TV instead of radio, uh, because I, I could be you know doing this on TV right now, and you could actually see the rooster uh, to my to my left. Uh, the rooster has a name, and uh, you're going to understand all of this as uh, Chef tells us today's menu. Uh-huh. Go ahead uh, and, and give us the rundown for today's menu for the show. Today's a special day. We've got. Um Guests on the show today uh, from the Fancy Chicken. We're going to get there really, really soon. And a special guest is Dexter. What's Dexter the Magnificent? Oh, he looked at me when I said that. He's not a serial killer rooster, is he? No, no. Just a lady killer. Oh, he's a lady killer. We've got a superfood of the day. We're going to spin the big wheel. I think we're going to have Dexter do that. What do you think? Can he play the piano too? (laughs) I remember when I was a kid. Okay, we'll get him there. Uh, so the big lesson for the day, the main course of the day, is the incredible edible egg. Mm-hmm. And it would be pretty incredible if Dexter laid an egg right now. Well, it would be more than incredible since he's a rooster. Uh, it could be on uh, one of those uh, afternoon kind of shows, <laughs> the drama shows. I've got an uh, email from a listener. We're going to answer a question about GMOs and lots of fantastic Look at him. He's amazing, that bird. Lots of fantastic events in Palm Beach County and the rest of Florida this coming weekend and next two weeks. He just blew all my papers all over the place with the wings. He's just stretching his wings, showing who's in control here. Now, now, do roosters fly, guys? Oh, yeah. He can fly, but he's not going to go anywhere. There's food here sitting on the table. He's not leaving. All right, let's let's introduce the guest first. Let's we're do gonna, it. That, we're going to find out all about him a little bit later and all that, but let's just give a, a quick overview of what who's here, why, and then we'll do the whole superfoods, and we'll we'll come back around to the eggs. All and about guests. the eggs but, and the uh, chickens. We've and got the... uh, what, Mark Harrison here from uh, the Fancy Chicken in Solace Farms. Yeah. And uh, Mark, your partner's here. Yes, Michael Melak, uh, also with me here. Uh, we own the Fancy Chicken, and we are 
uh, proud partners in Silas Organic Farms, located in Lake Worth, Florida, and uh, which we call the home of the fancy chicken. And Dexter is the most famous of all of our fancy chickens right now, with lots of photographs and uh, riding around and being part of the green markets and just uh, keeping everybody uh, in in tune. And I got to tell you, uh, as soon as you showed up here, I was going to kind of keep it under wraps that we had like livestock here because I don't. <laughs> I don't know what the rules are. It's like family. I don't, think that's ever, I don't think that's ever been an issue. People bring dogs in once in a while. You know, we have the pet of the week with the cool 105.5, and they come in with Mo and Sally. But we've never had a rooster here, so I was kind of like, let's just keep it quiet. And all of a sudden, I didn't say a word, and everybody kind of gathered gathered on this, the studio here and, and uh, taking pictures with the rooster. Just They, they just had to have pictures. With What's cooking Palm Beach over the top? Okay, yes, we're, is. we're pushing the now, envelope. Now, That's what I think we do. Michael's taking video. Uh, right. I, I don't know if you can get that up at uh, ChefPantone.com. Uh, perfect. I, think that I would, would love be a great thing. send it to me. It'll then, be up there. Yeah, and then folks can see that. And, and In fact, anything that we talk about on the show, you can find any recipes or whatnot, uh, you will find it. Any information that uh, we talk about on this show, What's Cooking Palm Beach, you'll find at ChefPantone.com. And if you have a question, What's Cooking at ChefPantone.com. So, yeah, we have the guys here from the uh, – Fancy Chicken and Solace Farms. We're going to talk about, uh, we're going to let you guys talk about yourselves in a little bit and tell us all about uh, your place of business, and we're going to do the whole egg thing. But our first course is the uh, superfoods. So give us a quick rundown on what it is. Sure. I've identified these foods that we're going to feature a different food each week. To be a superfood on Chef Pantone's list, it needs three criteria. The first and foremost, it needs to be nutrient-dense. So calorie for calorie, you have to get lots of vitamins, lots of minerals, lots of uh, uh, omega-3 uh, uh, oils, essential oils. He's a beautiful rooster, isn't he? Mm-hmm. He's stealing the show from me. Handsome. He's handsome. Handsome is handsome what I mean. beautiful. Okay. <laughs> He's very handsome. They yeah, he sec- besides nutrient-dense, they need to be affordable, and they need to be available. Right? No use talking about something that you have to travel halfway around the world and it costs lots of money. All of the superfoods that we feature will be available at your grocery store, at your farmer's market, right down the street. Uh, affordable, available, and nutrient-dense. Now, we're not, we're not eating Dexter, right? Oh, no. All right, so cause oh, Curtis, no. Curtis, one of the guys here, Curtis yeah. was asking me, he says, they're not going to eat, cook the chicken. Uh, he said that you, he said, oh, well, why did Chef ask me if I like chicken? I said, I don't know. I, yeah, send know. them up so I can laugh. That's and, 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 you about. know, guys, Mark, I have a question for you because sure. they, they kind of asked me the same thing. It's, it's, the eggs obviously come from the chicken, yeah, from not the, the rooster. The laying hen, okay, yes, yeah. absolutely. Um, uh, why, why, didn't we, why did we bring in a rooster as opposed to a hen? The hens are a little bit uh, uh, more wild uh, on our farm. Uh, Wild chicks. Wild chicks is what – yeah, absolutely. Next time, bring the chicks in, man. We'll bring the the chicks. the chicks come. (laughs) Absolutely. Dexter's a superstar, though. Yeah. No, he's cool. You've got to bring – got to tell you, are you getting me, like, cringing? I'm losing my man card here. Every time he does that, he just spreads out almost like a mini peacock. It's so beautiful. Now, I I know we're talking about eggs, but just out of curiosity, obviously we're not doing anything with Dexter, and we love Dexter, and you guys on your – farms you use the chickens and the hens for for you know the use dexter and the other roosters for breeding and you use uh the hens for for the eggs um but do people eat roosters or is it just the hens no in fact uh most of what we probably see in uh, our stores today are roosters because 50 50 on a split whenever you hatch a thousand eggs 500 of it is hens 500 is roosters and you don't need but just a few roosters to continue the 
process dexter was uh he didn't like that statement but yeah. <laughs> the bottom line is uh, he's one of the chosen he's one of the chosen few yeah, and he was letting us know but yeah so most of what you see at the very beginning uh, when they hatch is the roosters are shipped off into right. a different market it was eat. a morbid question i guess it but is, i'm just but i but i was, was a yummy was question no it was a well you're a chef and but, i have uh, a recipe for some reason, i just was wondering <laughs> no i'm <laughs> no, I hope not. All right. So, okay. So here's we're going to get to the the wheel of superfoods. Obviously, Dexter can't uh, spin the wheel, um, but uh, I thought that was a, kind of a good idea. But why don't we let uh, uh, Mark and, and Michael uh, spin the wheel? All right. Make it a good one. Spin that big wheel. Cranberries. Oh, my Fantastic. gosh. Fantastic. Nice. All right. You know, when it gets cold outside, cold like what, in the 70s around here? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Somehow. I'm from Pittsburgh, right? It's still, I'm in my head, it's got to be cold outside. I think cranberries, right? For, uh, around Thanksgiving, we all think about cranberries. They are an amazing superfood. So on the scale of one to a thousand, we talked about a couple thousand, guys, cranberries are a 207, which is still pretty amazingly high. Right, the best way to eat the cranberries is whole. So the opposite is that is the juice. Right. Okay. Cranberry, I what about cranberry sauce at uh, Thanksgiving? Well, it started out as whole, and then you ground it up. Well, it depends. If you're talking about the stuff that slides out of the can, makes the funny noise that everybody <laughs> loves, and looks like dog food. <laughs> yeah, I, it, it's you know what? I'm the only one in the family actually. When we do our Thanksgiving, everybody, my mom, everybody, I'm the only one. I have to bring my own cranberry juice or cranberry sauce, rather. Sauce, or I yeah. will. Or I will. They'll forget. Yeah, I'm the only one that eats it, and yes, I I do prefer the one out of the can from the regular. Of course, you do. Stuff. <laughs> and I'm not saying that's terrible for you. It, yeah, kind of. It's, it's not terrible for it's you, processed. but it's uh, if you make fresh homemade, like we're gonna have a lesson on the website. It's going to be much better for you. So that was made from whole cranberries, and that's the key. When you just drink the cranberry juice, that's often just got extra sugar and water and everything inside of it. The cranberry juice cocktail, not the best for you. When you eat the whole cranberries, whether they're dried or if they're fresh or frozen, huge, huge, Joel, in antioxidants, anti-inflammatories, anti-cancer. Well, the dried ones are okay? The ones in the, in the bag? Yeah, the key is the word whole, I guess. Uh, once you get rid of the craisins. skin. What are craisins? Are they craisins, a mixture? Craisins, that's like a nice marketing name. No, but that's it's just cranberries dried. Dried cranberries. They're not really like a mixture. Right, and raisins are dried like grapes. Those. Yeah, they go great in salads. There was a local restaurant, or it was a restaurant chain, National, that has a couple of local stores, local locations. I'm not going to say who they are. They used to have those on the salad bar, mm-hmm. and they took them away a couple mm. of years back. And uh, it just hasn't been the same. They're, it's really good on a salad. Craisins. I'm so proud of you. You mentioned I do like salad it. bar. I, I love You've the salad seen bar. It. Oh, good. I okay, love just... a salad bar. And I don't even eat dressing. I like it. God bless you. Okay. I don't eat that badly. Come on. And protects against urinary tract infections. So that's why it's a superfood, right? Antioxidants, anti-inflammatory, anti-cancer. Bing, bang, boom. Cranberries provide a knockout punch of nutrients. Got a little boxy there. Um, so they learned, there was a recent study that learned about the cranberries. We often see them on television in the bog, right? They flood the bogs. Ever see those ocean spray oh, yeah, commercials? Yeah, 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 when they're walking. And they're the walking in them. Yeah. So that's the um, traditional way to do the cranberries. It's a little more work. The other way is just to handpick them. They learned that when they float them in the bog, they get more direct sunlight. Mm-hmm. And the direct sunlight makes them even more beneficial for you. So that's pretty cool. And... Um, couple of ways to eat them. You know they're really tart, so you got to be hardcore like me if you're going to pop them in your mouth and eat them fresh like that and, 
It gives you a little jolt to something, but um, I, like, I like them that way. You like them? Yeah. yeah. You can't eat too many. No. Well, I now can't eat too many. Does Dexter eat? Uh, do, does he? Does he like a nice oh, cranberry? He eats vegetables He's and tomatoes are his favorite. Obviously, look how yeah. beautiful, handsome he is, and yeah. uh, he looks uh, he looks energized. I like them with vodka. Is that okay? Yeah, <laughs> as long as they're whole. Oh, as whole. Okay, very good. <laughs> <Or All right. laughs> Is that okay? Is that, Is that okay? okay? You, you have me? my blessing. No judging. <laughs> no judging here. Guys. Okay. Uh, here, yeah, that's right. There's no judging here. Our goal is that you understand it. But you've got more uh, on your list. Uh, you actually have more uh, of the uh, uh, dessert type of items listed here. Yeah, yep. Uh, cranberry cobbler. It depends on how what good, I'm actually. in the f- mood to eat when I like rate these things cobbler. or when we, when we right. talk about these things. Yeah. Pear and cranberry crisp. Uh, jellied orange and cranberry sauce, cranberry and maple bread pudding. And I stuck one in there. I wanted to make sure I had one that was real macho for you. <laughs> Braised brisket of beef with cranberries. That's really amazing. Braising is a very slow cooking method and uh, breaks down all the connective tissues of a very tough piece of meat like the brisket, makes it tender, and then it gets its acid uh, and tenderizers from the cranberries. All works together fantastic. All right, and at uh, chefpantone.com, you've got um, you've got a cranberry sauce recipe there that uh, we're, we're going to let you go to the website and, and check that out. Perfect. A good lesson on cranberry sauce, just really right. quick, and yeah. then a recipe. Then after that, you should be able to make it any flavor you like. Yeah. I didn't write down the canning process. So I don't know how we're going to do that part. Yeah. And how do they make it make that sound when it pops out of the can? But you're you're saying it's basically. I mean, it's Love really. That sound. But you but, but it consists of when you check that yeah. out. It's something tart, something sweet, uh, something wet, and a little something something. And you're talking about you know, adding Chef things. Pantone has to have a little something. something yeah, adding things can. like uh, a grated ginger uh, shallots. <laughs> ChefPantone.com. Go there, check that out. We're going to take a quick break here at What's Cooking Palm Beach and uh, come back and uh, take an email from a listener. And I'm going to uh, continue to dodge rooster attacks right here on WJNO. <laughs> If that sound gets your motor running, it's time for a career with a little extra horsepower. Lincoln College of Technology is now enrolling for hands-on automotive technology training. Learn the skills that can help you launch an automotive career today. Visit LincolnEDU.com. Welcome back to WJNO, What's Cooking Palm Beach, today officially known as the Hen House. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> house. Actually, we don't have any hens here. We're all guys, including yeah, we Dexter, uh, the <laughs> the rooster that is uh, sitting here to my left and uh, um, constantly acting like he's in attack mode. Uh, I could ask. He's squinting his eyes at me a little bit. What does that mean? Does that oh, mean? He's actually just going to sleep. Mark, oh, okay. Mark Harrison here from the Fancy Chicken and Solace Farms. He's not an attack rooster, right? He won't attack. No, he's a, he's a lover, not a fighter. Oh. All right, we're gonna we're gonna find out uh, more about you guys here. Uh, uh, Mark and uh, partner Michael is here uh, as well from uh, Fancy Chicken and Solace Farms. Uh, first, let's take an email from uh, a listener, Chef. What do you say? It's uh, Chef Pantone here, David Pantone from the uh, Lincoln Culinary Institute, 45th Street, right by 95 in West Palm Beach. ChefPantone.com, in this case, an email going into what's cooking at ChefPantone.com. This is from Michael from Palm Beach Gardens. That's, no, that's not you, Michael, right? No, I'm, okay. from, West, I'm from West Palm. Okay, good. All right. Um, <clears throat> you know, want to make sure we're not cheating here. <laughs> this Michael's actually a junior high kid. Oh, oh wow. Okay. okay. So that's definitely, that's not, definitely not you. What are, he, says, he says, what are GMOs 
And why are they in the news all the time? Right, that's cool. He had to do a report for school. Great question. He had to do a report for school. I'm Mm. thinking, I love this kid. He's doing a report for school. We're hearing about that a lot. Yeah, about the GMOs. And I think my chicken friends over here. Can I call you my chicken friends? Absolutely. Okay, I think they know about this too. That's cool that we got this question. So GMOs, genetically modified organisms, right? So for thousands of years, God got to decide what was inside of that wheat or that soybean or whatever. But man and months, oh, some big companies, I don't want to get sued, <laughs> really, really big companies, wanted to change the food products so that they could uh, resist pesticides, so that they could resist uh, fungicides, so they could live and be strong. So they got the scientists, right, and they went in there and they changed the DNA by inserting other types of they genetically modified the organisms. So they changed the seeds. The specific one they changed first was in corn because we use corn, not the eating corn, the corn that makes everything else in the world, including this cardboard box probably. Mm. And they changed the genetic code of that corn and they inserted uh, a, a, a gene that would, that would be resistant to Roundup. You know the Roundup you spray it in your driveway when there's weeds and cracks and things and you get the right. – kills all the weeds? So – so these weeds were grown in the cornfields, so they changed the corn itself so that they could still spray it, and the corn would live, but the weeds would die. So they have more corn, higher volume, all of that. That's crazy. That sounds amazing. Isn't that wonderful? Well, so now so now we're Dexter, eating. you've got a phone call. <laughs> Dexter, phone for you. He is very popular. He is. He is very popular. So Michael's doing a report on this, and his question was, why is it in the news? And we had this big, long discussion about it. And it's in the news because in Vermont was the first state to pass the GMO labeling, that if something has genetically modified um, organisms, ingredients in it, that they have to label it on all their food labels. And uh, that's been in court for over 200 days now. The people from the from the uh, big factory farms and chemical companies are trying to fight back. And the cool little people in Vermont are saying, here's what the question is. Don't I have the right to know what's in my food? And Vermont decided yes, but they want to fight it back. The big factories want to fight it back and say, no, never mind what's in your food. Is this stuff harmful at all? Yeah, how do we know? We don't know that okay, yet. Okay, that's, that's the thing. It might not be, but it might be, yeah. and that's, that's a big chance so to take. So it's already banned in all Europe, but you know maybe they don't know what they're talking about either. And, and why it's on the show today is because... You know, our goal here is to provide you with the information, education, you make your own decision. If you don't care, that's okay with me. I would like to know what's in my food. That's all. So I think Michael is going to get A-plus on his report. We had a nice long discussion. I didn't want him to have to wait to you listen to You didn't bore him, did you? Did I just bore you? Oh, the rooster <laughs> fell bored. asleep. Yeah, yeah. You're bored, Dexter. <laughs> Here's the thing, the my call. friends, my listeners, you do have the right to know. That's it. That's all you yeah, have no, the right to know. You make your point. own decision. And, and obviously, you know, with this uh, big turn towards organic and all that, uh, you know, this is definitely something that's very topical right now. Sure, but then the next step, and, and they call it Frankenfood, right? Like Frankenstein, you put pieces of um, different bodies together. So we're putting different pieces of organisms today. There's ideas. What if you take uh, genes from a codfish that lives in icy cold water and put that in with a tomato, so now your tomatoes oh. will be okay with... Wait a second. I don't know. That's not what God had in mind. Let's and we're going to ask Mark about this, too, because and I, I know along these same uh, uh, terms, they are breeding chickens now or hens uh, or maybe roosters that are bigger-breasted. 
now so they could sell the breast. So let's, let, we're gonna, I'm sure you, you're ready to answer stuff about that as well. Sure. So, uh, Mark Harrison is here, uh, along with, uh, Michael Melek with the, right? I got that right? Okay, right. great. You got it right. I got one thing right a year. Ding, ding, ding. It's, it's January, so. Uh, the Fancy Chicken and Solace Farms, and you guys are, where are you, where are you located? Where are the farms located? Uh, Solace Organic Farms is located in Lake Worth, uh, right off Lions Road. Uh, we are the Fancy Chicken, and we are part of that, uh, uh, program there and very excited about it. Uh, the GMOs is a big, big question. We get it constantly, uh, primarily from a feed standpoint. What are we feeding the animals? What do the animals get? Because that's obviously uh, going to be translated into what they're going to be eating if they eat the eggs or if they eat. Says you and I. Yeah, absolutely, if they do. Um, it's it's a it's going to be a long uh, process right now because it's just economically trying to eat 100% non-GMO organic feeds is not cost effective because there's not enough demand yet. Uh, price point drives what we're, we're seeing. But you're absolutely correct uh, with what uh, the company did that created the ability uh, for the corn to resist the weed. Now the weeds have become smart and big and they've created a whole new thing called super weeds. So uh, what seemed to be a great deal in the beginning and any is, I think, to the degree of production for large corporations and things of that nature. Uh, you know, Mother Nature found a way around it, and now the weeds are bigger Always and bigger. Does. Always does. And so, you know, that's the thing that we see a lot. But with our, our chickens, we, we try to free-range them. We try to give them non-GMO seedlings. We, we plant wheat. We plant rye. We plant corn that's non-GMO. <laughs> and we let it sprout, and we release the birds into the pastures, and we let them take advantage of that. But we do supplement with feeds at this point that are not 100% non-GMO mm-hmm. just because of availability and price point. It is what it is to us and in order to deliver a product to people to be able to afford, as you sure, said earlier, sure. uh, as a superfood or any other food, you, you have to stay within the confines of what you have available. Um, you have a, um, a pretty remarkable story. I was reading your, your bio uh, yesterday, uh, Mark, and um, why don't you share you know share a little bit of that with us. I mean, you, you grew up... Um, you know, and working in a business where you later bought that business, and then you bought like a bunch of other stuff in your in your hometown, and then and, and fixed it up. So give it. I'm I'm, giving, I'm telling you to tell me the story, and then I'm telling you the story. So go ahead and give it. Give us your version. Well, I think it's. Uh, we all know. I think life makes a complete circle. Um, and I remember growing up and being on a farm and 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 around my grandfather all the time. I've always loved chickens, and uh, but I worked as a dock boy. Uh, on our local marina uh, and grew vegetables with my my father and my mother my grandfather and uh, every Sunday the people would leave the lake and I would run home after pumping gas and carrying their groceries to the dock and I would uh, set up my little food stand and everybody would stop by and get the groceries and the veggies from me Uh, but from there I ended up going out and around the world came to Atlanta Georgia became a real estate developer and builder Lost pretty much uh, a good bit of that in in '08, but at the same time, prior to doing that, I got to go home and take advantage of the success. And I bought the marina that I worked at as a kid, cool. and I bought the Lake Raven Hotel, and I, I surrounded myself with my family, and we did the things that we are talking about. We cooked good, wholesome food. We grew vegetables. We we grew the chickens, and from there it went on. It's funny because Chef Pantone is always uh, always talking. Every show you bring up something, it's like you know. Your grandparents used to do this, yeah. and we got away from that, and so now we're trying to get back to it. Well, Every time, your grandparents so they just were Frankenstein, that. and that's well, yeah. Gonna, yeah. <laughs> um, all right. So, back yeah, to and, basics. B- by the way, I got a little sidetracked because while you were, and if you're again, uh, if you're watching this video, uh, uh, hopefully we'll get I'll it up get it there up at ChefPantone.com. 
you will uh, have seen as uh, Mark was talking, um, Michael and I were watching uh, Dexter devour this piece of what was it, tomato? This An organic of, tomato, by yeah, the way. It's bigger, <laughs> it was bigger than his face. And yeah. he just in two bites devoured the thing with this little tiny beak. And I was just. So you brought some eggs here as well. Um, and there are different, uh, different colored eggs. And I, I'll be honest, uh, I've seen white and I've seen like some brown eggs. I have never seen the variety of colors you have here. Uh, why don't you describe, uh, for for the listeners, describe these colors. Obviously, we have the standard white eggs everybody's seen. And then I think the, the brown ones on the left are pretty much the standard brown ones that we've seen at Publix and whatnot. Um, I've never seen gray eggs. And then we have other brown ones that are a really dark brown and they're smaller. Give us a, mm. like, tell us what the difference is between all of these and can all of these be, be enjoyed? Absolutely. Well, that's kind of one of the, uh, I think, emerging... Uh, aspects of the small farms and things of that nature is that we have people that just want variety but they want also want good food of course uh, I began whenever I started doing the chicken business back up in 08 uh, working and focusing on the backyard flock that's where f- people that are you know buying two and three chickens now and putting them in the backyard to have a control of their food source and it really amazed me when I started looking uh, out there that the number of uh, people that were doing this but the Driving force was the color of the eggs. People mm-hmm. wanted to have them there. They want to sh- share them with their families and their friends. So what we've done at uh, Silas Organic Farms, home of the fancy chicken, is we've assembled some really beautiful birds that all lay various different colors. Uh, our number one bird and our primary bird is called the French Marins. It's, uh, as a southern boy, I call it the Marins, but it's Marins, France is where they came from. They lay the darkest egg of any of the chickens on the planet. Yeah. That's their, their they notoriety. They special, special birds. Absolutely. Huh? And those are the ones that, uh, if you were here to see them, that are very dark, chocolate, almost a Hershey bar type of color, uh, and very reddish, glossy. And they are sought after by many of the chefs, uh, not that she's... Uh, that greatest chef, but Martha Stewart uh, flew in her flock. That's what she made him famous. And James Bond said he would only eat the egg of oh, a marin. So. Which, which James Bond is this? The, the, the Sean Connery. I believe it, it may have been Sean Connery. That's right. Okay. He he and he and Martha made them famous, but they were famous way before they were ever on the planet. Uh, but that's kind of the key point here is that they all. Uh, pretty much have the same nutritional value. It's just the variety and the fun and the ability to share something like this and, with your family. And people are only going to find some of these varieties like this, like this one. Oh, um, absolutely. At, at a place like uh, Solace Farms, I right? Mean, these these are rare. They're very, very hard to grow uh, to some degree, and to get this type of quality, uh, you're not a commercial institution where you have uh, ten thousand hens. Uh, you know laying white eggs or just brown eggs. These are very specialty bred birds that take a lot of time, a lot of patience, and non-GMO, and uh, so to speak, and uh, selective breeding to create this type of uh, product. And what was with the gray eggs? Did you tell us well, about Well, uh, you're saying gray. It's actually just green. a tinted. These are, gray, oh, yeah. th- that's, a, that's a good call. That's, that's, a, that's, a duck, that's a duck egg, actually, oh. and duck eggs oh. are going to take on a little bit different tint. Uh, their shells are a little bit clearer. Well, that clearer, was a, the one next to it there. Oh, closer this to one here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, this is actually what we would call a green oh. egg. <laughs> okay. That's Everybody right. always says I'm colorblind. No, no. Just a little bit. That's a, an Aracana. There are several breeds in the country that actually will lay a green or colored egg, a blue egg, a green egg. Uh, we focus on two of those, uh, the cream leg bars uh, that are, are beautiful, and, of course, the Aracanas, the purebred Aracanas. Did you, did you hear, guys, by the way, that uh, 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 talking about eggs, Cadbury 
It's coming I heard under some that. For, because this Easter, the Cadbury eggs, they've changed the chocolate, and there is a firestorm. People are – I know we're not – we're kind of on sidetrack <laughs> here because it's not a – I understand that they're not real for eggs. For me, Steph, it's all the same because it's, it's, it's food. chocolate. It's right. food, yeah. But, yeah, they've changed, they've changed the type of chocolate, and supposedly they're using uh, what people consider to be a cheaper chocolate. And uh, people yeah. are very upset. They said they're not going to buy the Cadbury eggs. Everybody remembers, remembers the commercial with the with the uh, the bird sitting there going, Well, I think I did a pretty good job. Uh, you did a great yeah. job. Right? Dexter, Dexter, right Dexter all of a sudden, Dexter perked <laughs> oh, 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 up. Oh, oh, He's oh, looking. Oh, no. No. <laughs> That's the sound of a chicken. There's no hens in the house. We're better in trouble. We better take a break really quick while I run from the trouble. It's What's Cooking Palm Beach on WJNO. Hey, it's Sally from the Mo and Sally Morning Show. Be sure to tune in Tuesday mornings for my recipe of the week, brought to you by the Lincoln Culinary Institute, a division of Lincoln College of Technology. Here's Chef David Pantone, Dean of the Lincoln Culinary Institute, with your food tip. Hi, food friend Chef Pantone here, and I have a quiz for you. What do the following have in common? Sweet dumpling, blue hubbard, red kabocha, carnival. If I throw an acorn and butternut squash, you know I'm talking about winter squash. Winter squash is a superfood, and they are jammed with vitamins. Vitamin A, B6, C, and E. They're great in soups, risottos, lasagnas, desserts. How about a nice butternut squash risotto with sage, pine nuts, and pancetta? Yum! Don't forget to tune into my radio show, What's Cooking Palm Beach, Saturdays at 1 p.m. on News Radio 1290 WJNO. Sponsored by Lincoln Culinary Institute, a division of Lincoln College of Technology. For more information, visit my website, chefpantone.com. Welcome back to What's Cooking Palm Beach, the premier radio show all about what, Chef? Food, food, food. Chef, glorious food. Chef Pantone is here. He's the dean at Lincoln Culinary Institute in West Palm. I'm Joel Malkin. ChefPantone.com. You can find anything we're talking about here, uh, including the video. You'll see uh, You'll see uh, all of us in here along with <laughs> Dexter, Dexter, the super, Dexter, the rooster. super rooster, who is, uh, who is here. He's full grown. Hi, he's, a, he's a pretty small rooster. We're trying to get him to talk a little bit more. Yeah. Does he speak English or no? No, just doing oh. just chicken talk. Doing some talking. Um, but uh, so we, I wanted to ask you a question. We've got all these eggs here. We've got brown and uh, green. What I called gray, green eggs, white eggs, uh, standard brown, darker brown. Um, when you when you crack them open, do they all taste the same? Pretty much. You know that's a. a uh, no usual debate, but pretty much yes uh, in, in most cases. Uh, taste is usually affected by the length of time it's on the shelf. Uh, the degradation of the taste is going to become, you know, is it an old egg? Has it been sitting in a refrigerator somewhere for a very long time? Was it just laid this morning as these were, and we picked them up and brought them here to show you? The, the, there's going to be a taste difference. Uh, the quality of uh, the feed that you give them, the yolk, these types of things can have a variance, but not that much. Uh, during the break, we were talking, and I wanted to get into that a little bit more. I had been told a while back, um, I don't remember who told me, but somebody said something about, we were talking about eating eggs, and they said, you know, if you go to Europe, the eggs taste completely different. They don't, you know, they're, they, they're not even clean on the outside, but they taste so good or something. They're bigger. They're larger. What's, what's, up, what, what's up with that? Well, that's, that's actually a fantastic question because we get that a lot, not just from ourselves. Uh, we eat the eggs straight right out of the nest. We don't do wash them or do anything like that in, in, in our house personally. We have some customers that insist that that's the case. Um, but in most cases, what you see is that in the European markets, 
they put the the responsibility on the farmer to give the animals uh, and and the quality of life and the husbandry, the cleanliness of the facility, so that the eggs come out and are produced and are are collected cleanly, uh, letting Mother Nature do its 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 thing. There, the hen lays the eggs with what's called a protective cuticle right at the end. That has been protecting these eggs for millennia. It's a natural coating. It keeps bacteria out. It does what it's supposed to do without any interference. In the U.S because of the way that we collect them and, of course, concerns for salmonella and things of that nature, uh, we begin the process by cleaning them up to 90 degrees and above, uh, dipping them in a solution of some type of detergent. And then when we're through and, and most likely the cuticle is gone, we have to replace that with a chemical spray. That typically keeps the bacteria out, and then we have to refrigerate it so bacteria doesn't grow. Mm-hmm. So it's really a, a, you know, a conflict of, of, of what you want in your food. You and know? it all will change the taste somewhat. It will. I mean, it can. I mean, you've got different types of things. Mostly what you're going to see is just the freshness because the eggs don't have the shelf life that you would have if it's refrigerated. So they move quicker. They're not sitting on the shelves as longer, mm. and production is you know, going to be a little bit lower to meet that demand. Uh, Mark Harrison, by the way, with uh, uh, Solace Organic Farms. Am I saying that right? That's correct. Home, home of the fancy chicken. There you Got go. It. Absolutely I perfect. I assume that's De- uh, Dexter's uh, girlfriend. The, yeah, there you oh, go. Um, actually, and I'm and I'm wrong on the term. I guess it's chicken is the overall Chicken bird, is the, yeah, right. And you've the, got hens and, and roosters. roosters. There you I go. Know. I think of a chicken as the female and the rooster as the, yeah. but that's not just the not the first. Right. Yeah, <laughs> I, so I'm not that stupid, right? No, no not at so all. So these eggs were fresh this morning. That's correct. And if we get them at the green market, they're within a couple of days or yeah, so. Yeah, absolutely. How about those grocery store eggs? The regular, regular grocery, not the fancy schmancy places. It's kind of frightening at times when you really understand the facts, but that sell-by date is just a, a thing for them to have to put on it so you know exactly uh, from the marketing standpoint they have to place that on there. But some of these eggs could have sat in storage mm-hmm. for up to six to eight weeks prior to getting marked for that. They have to move them at a certain amount of time, just like any other product we have in the U.S. There's a consumption ratio. But uh, that's the key here is that, that these eggs, uh, they, and they have a shelf life as well. If we don't refrigerate them, they'll set out in the open unfertilized eggs, uh, can mm-hmm. set in a nice cool room for two to three weeks, and they're still just as right. good. So it's interesting. You don't have to refrigerate the eggs. Well, it's right. like on Easter, I think we all, I've, I've always wondered about that. You have the, the eggs hidden, and then can I eat them? It's been sitting out, you know, for a few hours all day, but an egg's fine. It, it can sit out. It, actually, just yesterday, I I I bring some hard boiled eggs. I go and I buy them already peeled. Don't ask. <laughs> killing me. I killing us. Hilarious. I, I I don't have time to boil an egg. Dexter's mad. I try to I try to I try to crack them open. I tear it up, or I, or I didn't cook it long enough, or I cooked it too long. Anyway. Bottom this shows line, for I'm, everyone. <laughs> I, I I had a bunch in my little lunch bag and I uh, forgot about it. And later on, last you know, last night I go, oh, they're still there, and I threw them in the fridge. Now, last time I did that, and I threw them out. I said, you know what? We have an egg show coming up tomorrow. I want to know before I throw these out, uh, can I still eat them? I put them back in the fridge. Now these are already the shells off them. Sure. So they're still okay. I would sure. What kind of solution were they kept? Now they weren't. Yeah, we're, no, exactly. We're, we're, exactly. What kind of uh, solution? Well. And, <laughs> and they last for sixteen years. They're, I bought them at the grocery store. They're, they're in the fine. bag. They're drunk. already. Nobody cares. Just you know. eat them. <laughs> yeah, they're fine. All right. Well, I just you know, I wanted. I can't now, be the only one. Just a couple that. years ago, and, and help me out. It's your specialty. I saw a great special on sixty minutes. That after that sell by date, they went back. The eggs went back to the packer. They dumped them out and they repacked them. 
that that can happen and has. Did they still do that, or did they? It's, I didn't know if after the show maybe they stopped. I that. think that was an undercover that kind of probably busted that situation, and it's good yeah. that they did. They were tracking. Well, really, you never know. Nine never months know. old. Some of the eggs were nine months old, and, and maybe they're still safe, right? We're, let's say they're safe. If so they've been refrigerated, gonna... they are, but they're basically no nutritional value. There There's no taste. There's. I mean, it's just a, mm. a you know, it's a filler yeah. commodity at that point. Or why not just buy soy or something else if you're going to put that kind of product into yourself? I mean, you so, know. They lose their flavor, Absolutely. and that's all I'm about the flavor, right? Every day after they come out. So even your eggs by tomorrow will be like one micron less flavor. Absolutely. So these ones that are six weeks, eight weeks, that's why people say to me, well, eggs don't really taste like anything, do they? Oh, my friend, you never had a real egg. That's Once right. Once you taste a real egg or real f- garden fresh fruit or vegetables, that's what it really tastes like. Yeah, I've got to put a little salt on the hard-boiled eggs that I eat. And Michael just said something that's important. Yeah. It says you never know. And I think you that's the know. that's the answer that Solace Organic Farms and Home of the Fancy Chicken, my plug there, <clears throat> for Dexter, is that with us you do know. And I think that's why you're seeing the emergence of the green markets. That's why you're mm-hmm. seeing the emergence of the local. Oh, he's getting ready. He's stretched yeah. for us. He oh, may, he may crow on. yet. He's happy. Uh, you know, that's the whole point of this exercise. People come to us. They see we, they see us pick them up out of the nest. They know where their food source is. And I think that's the driving force behind what we're doing here uh, to give, you know, we're responsible. You're not going to sell somebody something that comes to your property to look at it if it's not good. That's why you fit right in perfectly with this show because it's the education. What you do with the education, that's up to you. And speaking of that, and I just want to touch on one more thing. Then we're going to talk about um, all you know what's in an egg as far as your nutrients and whatnot. And you talk about superfoods. I don't know if an egg would be considered one, but we'll get to that. If so, you go to the grocery store and you buy a thing of eggs, and you were talking about the sell-by date. I've been told you can actually eat them beyond that sell-by date, assuming you've had them in the fridge. Absolutely. You can eat them a long time past that. I mean, crack an egg if you've had it in there for three years. <laughs> you know, at least crack it and look at it before you start, you know. But three if it's still, extreme, maybe. you know, it might be. But no, What's I mean, it going to look like if it, I mean, do we want to discuss You, you lose coloration. I mean, you know, you'll see in some of these eggs. And one of the things that's important is that looking at the color of these eggs, and, and Chef Antone, you had brought up this question earlier. What makes these different, too, is that, for example, the shells of some hens are actually formed in the color that you see, the the Rhode Island reds. They lay the light browns, but the shell itself is physically brown, Uh, the calcium buildup, the type of the shell itself on the inside and out. If you crack this egg, this egg is going to be pure white. It's going to be pure white on the inside. The hen actually paints the egg, which makes this such a unique animal. At the very last second, uh, she coats it with, of course, the cuticle as well, but there is inkjets at work here and uh and so it's a it makes this such a very rare and unique situation yeah you can actually rub the color off. you can rub yeah. any one of those and we you can, can go on youtube like and watch the videos and you have videos on we your do. website too or we, your facebook our it's facebook really cool. page yeah it's they very look like unique wooden eggs okay so uh chef what's in an egg what's in an egg you got uh, what 70 70 something calories yeah average 70 calories and you guys are well-schooled at this, I'm sure, too. Five grams of fat. That's about 7% of your daily intake, if that's what you're looking at. Uh, cholesterol. We always want to talk about cholesterol yeah. in eggs. Now, that used to be a big thing. They used to say, oh, watch the amount of eggs, and then later they kind of change that, and then they, coming, they go back and forth. Yeah, it's coming down now. The last was um, not eat as many eggs as you want, but it's not about... For me, it's done about one thing. How many eggs can I eat? It depends whatever else you're eating, too. And then some I can only eat two eggs, but I can have six hamburgers. Wait, no, no that doesn't no, make any sense. And then a lot of people are afraid <clears throat> of the yolks. Yeah, and okay. I thought there was a joke there. No, I'm not joking. <laughs> I was no. waiting until after, but there was no, nothing funny. There are a lot of people that are that are, they don't want it. They'll only eat, do you see the egg whites? Sure. You know, egg beaters. That's where your and, cholesterol and the, and the is and your whites. fat is in the yolk. 
Uh, but it depends on what else you eat. If you're eating, what was our superfood last week? We had uh, collard greens mm-hmm. who were so amazing at taking the cholesterol out of your body. So I can eat 10 eggs if I eat uh, eat some uh, collard greens with me. Collard green if omelet. You, if you okay. skip, collard green omelet balances itself out. Two superfoods, boom. If you skip the yolk, are you missing out <clears throat> on nutrients? You, um, yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, you're going to, I mean, you're going to have, uh, some of your vitamins are going to be laced in that. I mean, of course, I mean, the whole point of that, it is a superfood. I mean, you know, it's just eat it in moderation. It's like anything else. It's not uh, something you're going to want to eat 15 of a day, but if you're going to eat one, eat a fresh one and, uh, yeah, if enjoy you're going to eat one, eat a fresh one. That's right. Yeah. You why are you going to eat open? one that's six weeks old or right. If you crack an egg open and it smells bad, don't eat it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> that's rule of thumb for everything, right? Yeah, that's our like cultures the around the world, mankind has survived on eggs from on whatever one thing they've never animal said about, was available. One thing they've never said about eggs tastes like chicken. Isn't that <laughs> funny? <laughs> it's the that's one right. thing that they don't say that that's about. That's right. That's right. <laughs> when I was a corny young cook, not now as a corny old cook, but I used to ca- call this dish the uh, mother and child reunion. Oh. <laughs> it was chicken and egg breakfast. Oh. And, oh. and for me, it was a funny thing. I'm oh, sorry. I was just a kid. Good. That doesn't. Now count. you don't. You don't feed eggs to the chickens. Well, actually, we do. Absolutely. It's a great source of protein. Uh, really, we have. Yeah, I mean, you know, when you have an abundance of eggs, and we have periods where our market drops, and we don't have enough, and and since we don't do the the you know long term refrigeration process, uh, we prefer to take the eggs then, and we will grind them back into their source of feed, and it's just the best source of protein we can give them. Sure, well, and you know where it comes from. Shell. Yeah, know right. We know exactly. That's that's a non GMO feed going it's, right back to it them. Strengthens the shell of the next yeah, egg. Right. Mm. Now we have uh, we want to get moving on because we're going to cook some stuff here. But I know that you have uh, a bunch of uh, fun facts, Chef, about eggs uh, uh, that you're putting up at ChefPantone.com. Yeah, so they can look yeah. at this. We'll just go over a couple of them. Uh, what fifty billion eggs are produced each year Is in the U.S. Crazy fifty billion. That's crazy. And that's counting. That's that's the mass production along with the the farms like right, yours, right. like yours. Okay. Yeah, you guys don't hit the billion yet. No, so you're not no, like no. McDonald's. I, and I don't want to ever hit yeah. that number. <laughs> Uh, the number of chickens consumed in the U.S. each year, 8 billion. We don't want to say, say that too loud, though. we got Dexter sitting right Dexter here. Dexter stopped Poor right Dexter. then and looked at you. Uh, now, is Dexter, the, the eggs you brought in, is Dexter the father of all of these? No. no. Dexter, uh, he's <laughs> considered you refer a, to it like that? Uh, yeah, no, yeah, that's, a, that's a great question. He's a small rooster. These are standard breed chickens that we most of the eggs we consume are considered from standard breeds. Mm. He's a, a bantam breed, which the eggs are extraordinarily small compared so what's to the So does he breed at all? Is oh, he yeah. He's got a girlfriend at home, and she's sitting on eggs, and she just hatched her first chick out yesterday, so he's a new father. Of, all right. Uh, so hey, he's, he's so jamming. He's a cigar. <laughs> all right. <laughs> he's looking at me like, yeah, I don't think so, buddy. All right, so anyway, go to Chef Does he only mate with his <laughs> own species oh yeah the yeah, chickens yeah, have yeah, to be yeah. specific yeah. from he, okay he would try sure yeah hen's a hen just like um okay. you know it's a family show yeah. but yes he would try but no he, he we keep him in a lockdown okay. with the girls that he's supposed to be with he's got quite a few girlfriends yeah actually. of course uh, chef you've got uh tons of um cool fun stuff yeah well you got yeah you have tons of recipes here of course they're up at uh, chefpantone.com give us a brief overview of uh, some of these some of these, uh, and then what are we? We're going to make some uh, some eggs here. I think as well. we're going to make some cheesy fresh eggs. Okay, all right. Scrambled. So just let's uh, see. What's so, a strata? Good question. So strata means layers, right? So 
uh, a strata is layers, almost like a lasagna. You know how you layer lasagna? Mm-hmm. And uh, the strata is layers of some types of ingredients, always a bread in there, a little something-something, like I told you, and then a custard, egg custard in there. So you layer those. So I made up one called the Palm Beach Strata, and that's got smoked salmon and challah bread. Hey, challah bread. We that. talked yeah, about we that, talked that, about that last, last week. That. Love the Red onions. And then you make a custard, which is a mixture of half and half. We use in here to make it nice and rich salt, pepper, eggs. Beat that up a little, pour it over, let it all suck up like a French toast sucks up the bread, and then bake that in the oven. I made another one called smoked turkey. Oh, sorry about that. Smoked turkey (laughs) and cheddar and broccoli quiche in there. That one tastes great. I made a Mediterranean strata, the same method. But uh, the Mediterranean ingredients have some Parmesan cheese, mozzarella, some artichoke hearts, some prosciutto, roasted red peppers, pine nuts, basil. Anything you like, you can put into it. Oh, you're making me very, very hungry. Yeah. So we're gonna we're gonna have to make uh, we're gonna have to make some eggs. We're gonna make so an we're, eggs. We're gonna cook some eggs. We're gonna sample some eggs. We're gonna enjoy it, and that's coming up next here on What's Cooking Palm Beach on WJNO. Get on your way to a new healthcare career with Lincoln College of Technology. Earn your associate's degree in nursing at their West Palm Beach campus. Learn the skills healthcare employers are looking for, and prepare for a new career where you'll have a direct impact on patient care. Their industry contacts can help you launch a new career after graduation. Visit Lincoln. LincolnEDU.com today for student consumer information and to schedule a campus tour. LincolnEDU.com, student-centered training for careers that build America. Yes, as you can hear, uh, we are back on What's Cooking Palm Beach. I'm WJNO. We have a rooster here with us, if you're just tuning in. The Dexter, the rooster. Uh, I guess he's the, the fancy chicken, right, over at uh, Solace uh, Organic Farms. Uh, and you guys are located where again? Lake Lake, yeah, Lake Worth, Florida. Uh, how can fo- folks find you and online and, and, you know, on the road and whatnot? Well, the best way is uh, our, through our Facebook pages. We have two, actually. Uh, the first one is Solace Organic Farms, home of the Fancy Chicken, and then, of course, uh, the Fancy Chicken itself. So if you'll go and uh, like both of those pages, you can stay up to date with what we're doing and what we have going on there at the Solace Organic Farms. And you're in Lake Worth where exactly? Um, we're off of Lions Road, Hypoluxo, uh, 7765 Lions Road. That's okay. Lake Worth, Florida. All right. And, so uh, let me tell you a quick little story. Yeah. About two years ago, I think it was so two years ago, I was playing on the Internet looking for places to take my chef instructors. These are all master chefs, amazing chefs, for professional development to learn more about sustainability, more about agriculture. And I stumbled upon your Facebook page and I did bring the chefs out there. We had an amazing time. You taught us so much. I said, i got to get you guys on the radio show someday. And uh, you're also going to be featured in the American Culinary Federation education meeting that we have next month because what they do is just so amazing. I have to share it with as many people as possible. Yeah, Chef David Pantone, the uh, dean over at Lincoln Culinary Institute in West Palm. That's at uh, 45th and 95 now. Um, We are eating, (laughs) and I feel really strange eating eggs in front of a chicken. (laughs) <laughs> we have Dexter the Dexter the rooster here, but uh, he seems cool with it because he's eating some himself, and he's mm-hmm. eating some biscuits. So he's yeah. good. Chicken um, and biscuits. Come on. Now man. tell God me bless what America. This is obviously scrambled eggs with cheese, but is it is it more involved than that? Uh, I chef? put a little salt and pepper. I wanted the eggs to be the star. Okay, it is it is really good, and uh, ordinarily I I don't like them runny. They're a little bit more runny than usual that I that you usually eat them, but actually they're actually pretty good. So I think the idea of runny. Is worse mm. to me than the actual mm-hmm. runniness, so I, I don't know. And I like them as soft as possible. So and that's the just no, biscuits different. Are, it's biscuits a texture thing. Um, so the key with it is, if you whether you like the flavor or don't like the flavor, right? That's what an egg tastes like. 
right? You have to decide uh, what you get in the grocery store that's been there for three months or four months or something. That's not exactly what a real egg tastes like. So you, yes, when we should say, you've just used uh, some of the eggs from Solace uh, Organic. Oh, yeah, that were Absolutely. picked, plucked. What do you do with the eggs? Pull the eggs? We just pick them up. Harvest. Hands lay them, and we pick them up. We harvest the eggs. Harvest the eggs this morning. This morning. When you guys get back, tell the ladies I said, uh, good job. We'll yeah, pass compliment your compliments on to the ladies. Yeah, tell them, bok, bok, good job. Uh, <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> the corniness does not end in this room. Um, <laughs> and they love to eat corn, too, don't they? Yeah, there you go. But um, bump <laughs> um, so, do you are you going to have on uh, chefpantone.com uh, a recipe for scrambled eggs, or is that just pretty pretty basic stuff? Mm. Just throw some cheese in there if you want, and sprinkle a little bit of uh, sprinkle a little bit of salt and pepper or whatever. I mean, is it is it that simple? It can be that simple, and okay. for me, it's don't overcook them. That's but all. lots of recipes. We were talking about some before the break. Lots of recipes that you can make with eggs, and you'll find them at chefpantone.com. And uh, email him uh, what's cooking at chefpantone.com. Uh, the dean at Lincoln Culinary Institute. Uh, tell us about what you have going on over there. Well, besides our amazing programs in culinary arts and international baking and pastry, those two programs have diplomas that last a year. We have associate degree programs that last 18 months, and we have bachelor's degrees in culinary management and baking and pastry management that are about 33 months. If you can't cut that, then we have Saturday courses that are for, for the food enthusiasts. I don't have one on scrambled eggs, but maybe next year. So just about every Saturday, we have awesome classes. The one that's on uh, today, the 17th, is going to be uh, Perfect Pizza Calzone and Stromboli. They, all, me and the chefs all get Yum. together. Yum. Yum is good. <laughs> we get together usually before we eat, and then we come up with these great ideas for the uh, classes. So craft beer, beer like we uh, did a couple weeks ago, and mm. food pairing. Jamaican Me Crazy, so all about Jamaican nice. food. I've got Romance Italian Style. Kitchen Boot Camp. Some of the classes we call boot camps because it's not about the recipes exactly. It's about the techniques. So we have one that's about knife skills. We have one that's about moist heat cooking, one dry heat cooking. You end up making really good food and getting recipes, but the focus is on the techniques. They run out through, uh, through the whole year. They're $95. I want you to call the secret. It's not a secret. Call the special telephone number. It's my favorite number of all time. It's 1-800-TOP-CHEF. No relation to the TV show, of course. We were doing this for 24, 25, 28 years, actually, at 1-800-TOP-CHEF, so I think we got them beat. <laughs> nice. We've had that for a long, long time, and it's an easy one that I can even remember. Great, and, of course, the school, classes. Lincoln Culinary, it's right there uh, off of 95, um, you know, just on the, uh, what, on the, uh, the west side? Of, west, west side. West side of 95. Yep, west right. side of 95, the east side On of 45th, 45th Street. Street. Right. We've got big Lincoln College there, too. We have automotive. We have registered nursing program. We've got a heating air conditioning program that's fantastic. Business, cosmetology, dental assistant, medical assistant. Culinary tastes the best, but they're all yeah. cool programs. You've got to find the one that uh, suits you best. All right, we're going to talk about uh, uh, really quick food in the news and what events are going on this weekend. Uh, lots of green markets. We're going to do that right after this on What's Cooking Palm Beach. Is the kitchen your favorite room in the house? Does a career doing what you love sound appetizing to you? Lincoln Culinary Institute, a division of Lincoln College of Technology in West Palm Beach, has your recipe for success. In their campus restaurant, you can train to turn your passion for cooking into a delicious new career. Visit lincolnculinary.com for student consumer information and to schedule a campus tour. That's lincolnculinary.com. Visit them today. 
Welcome back to What's Cooking Palm Beach. I'm Joel Malkin here with uh, Chef David Pantone, Dean at Lincoln Culinary Institute. Uh, we've got uh, Mark and Mike from Solace, uh, Solace Farms. I feel like we're on first first name basis now, guys. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, Dexter. Dexter doesn't have a last name anyway, but uh, he's here. He's the rooster. And uh, again, hopefully we're uh, getting this video up at chefpantone.com. And uh, you can always hear the show at uh, chefpantone.com and on iTunes, right, Chef? And on iTunes. Go to the podcast and search for What's Cooking Palm Beach. Boom. Uh-huh. So right if you there. missed any of this Very show, cool. you can. there's you know multiple ways for you to hear it for free uh, later on. iHeartRadio is a good place to listen to it live in case you're uh, not next to a real radio. Right. Uh, that's uh, for sure. Exactly. iHeartRadio, uh, free app on your smartphone. Um, all right, let's talk about some food events really quick. I know you got uh, all the green markets going on around town. And Solace, uh, you guys uh, with Solace Farms take part in the green markets, right? That's correct. We're in two of them. Yeah, we're in the Lake Worth Farmer's Market, mm-hmm. and we're also the one in Jupiter. Jupiter. Okay, so as Dean of the Culinary Institute, this is my homework assignment to every listener. you got to go see these guys at one of those green markets. Yeah, come to the Lake Worth one, and you'll get to meet Dexter. Meet Dexter, get a selfie with Dexter. All cool. And uh, this coming weekend, yep, we've got the Key Lime Festival that's happening at Port Canaveral. We have the Seafood Festival down in Key West. We have the Chocolate Festival in Miami. It's all about food. Great, great, great stuff going on. Did you say chocolate? I said chocolate. <laughs> we our first show we did on this radio show was all about chocolate. Yes, so you are kind of an expert on that by now. <laughs> Very good. We've got the Cadbury egg thing going on. That's good. Big news if you are into foie gras. So foie gras has been eaten for thousands and thousands of years, and it is the fattened liver of goose or duck. It's a pretty either you love it or hate it. It's an amazing sensation in your mouth and at the really high-end restaurants so they serve it well it's uh not it's been in the news most recently it was banned in california because it's very inhumane the way they treat these these poultry these birds to make this stuff well they just overturned it the law they just overturned it a couple of days ago so now they're celebrating in these fine california restaurants they have foie gras back on the menu uh, if you, if it doesn't bother you, the humanities and the, uh, how they treat these birds, it's something that that many people find as as uh, like caviar and champagne and foie gras, very very high end, uh, huge, terribly huge in cholesterol, but huge in flavor. Pretty amazing stuff. So they are celebrating at the fine restaurants. Unless you are against it, then you are protesting. Okay. Food in the news. All right. Um, uh, Mark Harrison and uh, Michael, uh, give me the last name one more time. Milak. Man, I had it earlier. Milak, uh, you are with uh, Solace Organic Farms, home of the fancy chicken. And tell us how to find you online one more time. You're in Lake Worth. Yes, we're in Lake Worth. You can go to uh, Facebook is the best way, and that's uh, Solace Organic Farms. S-O-L-A-C-E. Home of the Fancy Chicken. Like us there or just go to the Fancy Chicken uh, on Facebook as well and like us there. I'm going to go and do that uh, right now, guys. Thanks for coming in. Thanks for bringing Dexter and the eggs, too. We had a great time. And again, tell the ladies, good job. Tell the ladies, good job. The the (laughs) eggs taste great. Uh, So, once again, thanks for joining us here in the What's Cooking Kitchen. Uh, Join us next time when the Chef's Daily Special will be getting attacked by a bird. Uh, The Chef's Daily Special next week will be The Wide World of Rice. (laughs) Okay, I think I'm about to become Dexter's Dish. (laughs) Take care. Thanks for joining us. 
You've been listening to What's Cooking Palm Beach with Chef David Pantone, Dean of the Lincoln Culinary Institute in West Palm Beach. Tune in and find out what's cooking Saturdays from 1 till 2 p.m. on News Radio 1290 WJNO. If you have any questions or ideas on a topic, please email what's cooking at chefpantone.com. That's P A N T O N E.com. What's Cooking Palm Beach, sponsored by Lincoln Culinary Institute, a division of Lincoln College of Technology. 